0: Hey everybody, I'm Josh and welcome to the Resistance Finance Podcast and on this episode, we're going to talk about my journey to becoming a financial planner. I've spent the last few years stepping into the world of financial planning, learning everything imaginable from some of the most brilliant financial planners today. So now I'm taking the plunge to try and help as many people as possible, answering your questions and providing you with life-changing information. Join me and follow along as I learn, try and share different things to grow my own wealth using only today's best strategies. Always remember, in a society that stands to profit from you having a spending problem, managing your money well and growing your wealth is an act of resistance. Welcome to the Resistance. G'day, everyone. It's good to have you on. Um, I am just pretty excited about today's episode, pretty pumped. Um, You know, I guess I think a lot about what I can share with you guys next. And, you know, I'd really love to spend a bit of time today just doing a bit of my backstory. Um, I just want to share with you some of the silly mistakes that I've made uh, on my way to becoming a financial planner. So, if we go back uh, just a little while, actually. Um, We'll go back to, you know, being 30, a broke university student, uh, my first year of marriage, and our first child on the way. Now, it kind of seems like a... a You know, nice picture so far, but both my wife and I were working part-time to try and, I guess, make ends meet. Um, I was due to finish my studies about one month before the arrival of our first son, James. So, needless to say, I was a little bit worried about how it was all going to pan out. And, you know, money was so uh, incredibly tight for us at that stage. Um, You know, if we got an unexpected bill or expense, you know, we wouldn't be able to pay rent or or buy all all of our groceries. And, uh, you know, I (laughs) just... I remember when I first got married, I always wanted to be the major provider for my family, you know, even possibly make enough so my wife didn't have to work if she didn't want to, you know, what I mean, if she wanted to, she could, but I wanted to make enough so she had the choice, you know, I mean, it may sound a little silly, but I guess that's what I wanted for her. And now even more so, um, you know, with James kind of being around the corner, I, I really wanted that, I, you know. I wanted to be able to make it possible for her to concentrate on being a full-time mum, you know, and, you know, to be honest, I did kind of want to be there um, for those first few years of my boy's life as, as much as possible, you know, and I always believed that I had what it took to be successful, but, I mean, obviously it was a bit of a hopeless situation, you know, it kept me up a lot at night, and even worse, we were fighting about money, and, you know, I, I knew I was about to to hopefully start full time work, so I kind of figured that, you know, once I start that, yeah, you know, everything would get you know better. Once I got you know some regular money coming in, you know, I might even be able to provide for my family the way that I'd always hoped to. Getting work though, <laughs> didn't pan out for me as I thought it would. Um, It turns out the degree that I did uh, was pretty open-ended and uh, where we lived uh, was a bit short of opportunity for that specific kind of discipline. You know, I did a a Bachelor of um, Business Management Um, and essentially it kind of sets you up to kind of slot in at middle management, but we were living in a town, I guess, at that stage where that kind of position didn't really exist. It was either, you know, store manager level or, you know, the owner manager or general manager of the whole company. So it didn't really, um, you know, there wasn't much opportunity for me, but I mean, I did however managed to get myself some a bit of a consulting job with a small local business you know putting all that lovely business management knowledge freshly downloaded into my brain uh, to work you know and i was i was well paid and you know allowed me to work less and be more involved at home which was fantastic and perfect for that situation I mean, yes, there was more money coming in, but to be honest, it seemed like it was leaving just as quick at that stage, you know. And it was an interesting time, you know, as I'm sure all first-time parents can relate to. Sleep seemed like a little bit of a foreign thing. Um, I became truly, probably at that stage, truly coffee dependent, and uh, you know, it was such an adjustment. And for those months that went by, it it to be honest, it just seemed like a little bit of a blur. And you know, after that. kind of once the dust had settled uh, a little, I kind of stopped to take stock of, I guess, our money situation, given that things had changed uh, pretty drastically for us. And, you know, I'd been consulting for a few months now, working with some local businesses, and I was definitely earning more money than I was previously. But things still seemed like extremely tight for us. You know, we were still feeling the impact of forgotten expenses or unexpected bills. And, you know, I would still have... To possibly skip meals or you know certain groceries um, when that was happening and it was a very kind of interesting time even just to notice that nothing had really changed and I mean a little bit more about me I mean as an adult I'd really grown to love learning I, I didn't do too well at high school um, you know, but when I went back to university as a mature age student, I really did fall in love with learning, you know, and so the next step seemed like something I really should have thought of earlier. Um, but I basically had a bit of a late night uh, epiphany, you know, it was time to learn more about money and how to manage it. You know, and I know this sounds really silly and simple, but that, that's the realization I had and... I mean, I knew how already to kind of put a basic budget together, I mean, which was handy, but that really wasn't helping. You know, surely there was more to to learn in that space. So that there, that simple decision kind of led me down a path that would eventually turn me into the awesome financial planner I am now. Um, But I just remember it like it was yesterday, you know, I started reading every book I could get my hands on, you know, smashing my brain full of so much knowledge around making money, managing it and, and even good ways of investing it. I mean, property investing actually became my first major focus at that stage. You know, I learned everything I could. I even joined a mastermind group that talked all about investing, obviously with a strong focus on property investing, but all of this new acquired knowledge even led to me getting my first full-time job uh, with a local builder um, in their kind of investment uh, division, kind of selling uh, investment properties off the plan. And I mean, it was a good space to be in. The people there that I worked with were extremely knowledgeable about property investing. But unfortunately, though, soon after being there a little over a year, uh, the business wasn't performing. You know, the market for us locally was changing. And, you know, I was the last person kind of added to the team. So I was the first to leave. I was facing a huge internal struggle at that stage anyway. So, you know, I found myself advising people to invest in property when they were like eight to 10 investment properties in, you know, I was telling them, I was telling someone to buy buy another when they were so highly leveraged in one style of asset. And, you know, to be honest, it was hard. I honestly thought that like it was incredibly risky and I really felt like I could do it, couldn't do it anymore. Um, you know, kind of that side of it anyway. And, and so I was kind of left with this what now question. You know, I was about to be jobless. Money was still tight and about to get tighter. And I felt like things were, were a little bit pointless. You know, I'd come so far in that space, but felt I could no longer continue. Uh, it was around this stage, I obviously began to get a little bit retrospective over the time that had passed, obviously since, uh, you know, since getting married and, and having James. You know, and one of the things I realized is I truly did enjoy helping people accumulate wealth when I was working with a local builder selling investment properties. So I was kind of left asking like, what was next? Like, I kind of want to still help people, um, you know, and that was something that I liked. And maybe there was another area... Um, that I could kind of start looking into and I guess so within a month of finding out I was finishing up in my current role and actually even before I'd uh, finished up there I was enrolled to study the you know to do the required study to become a financial planner you know it seemed like the next logical step for me and a space where I would truly be able to help people in I guess a more holistic way you know that I could offer advice around not just one style of asset Um, you know and I was Truly happy with this decision, and I thought it was a space where you know I'd be able to to help people make good life changing decisions. You know, I looked back over the years that had passed, um, still getting a little bit retrospective in that time space as well. And you know, I'd moved from study to consulting, and then full time work, and we had a new member of our family. And at that stage, I think we were um, we just announced I think that we were pregnant with our second, and uh, like. at every stage though money was still tight you know i had a budget which i'd regularly update but that wasn't working either i had learned all these wonderful things about money how to manage it and investing but i was still having problems i mean i was left asking myself like what well, what was going on and you know like i was really confronted with the fact like is it me like maybe it's like my fault So in my desperation and recently after another fight about money, um, you know, I set about heading back to learn, you know, even though obviously I don't believe you ever stop learning and you probably should make an effort to not stop learning, this time I kind of opened up the things I was going to learn about just a little, you know, I started to think about all the people in this world who were wealthy i started to think about and ask myself like how how did they do it i started to listen to youtube videos reading blog posts even more books you know like it, it just got straight back into trying to learn and after about a week i guess um, of getting back into it, i really started to feel like nothing was ever going to change um, you know i think we might have gotten an unexpected bill and in, in that moment, um, feeling rather downtrodden. I just started to feel like things were hopeless again. And, and I guess I was listening to a Jim Rohn YouTube video. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of him, but I would definitely encourage to listen to him. He's, he's, uh, very, very old. Uh, I'm not even sure if he's actually still alive, but, uh, you know, a lot of what he teaches is still very true today. And, He was talking about the concept of knowledge is power, you know, and I'm sure we're all familiar with that statement, but, you know, I believe he was obviously trying to highlight the importance of remaining teachable, but, you know, that's obviously a familiar statement to all of us. But it was really interesting because I really started to ponder about the negative side of, of that statement. So, you know, yes, knowledge is power, but what's wrong knowledge Like, is that something that can make you powerless? Does that mean that wrong knowledge or beliefs can hinder us? Like, let's say, for instance, the wrong knowledge about money. What are the implications there? Now, I found that Jim Rohn video quite encouraging and started to listen to uh, a lot of his videos uh, every chance I got because a lot of them were just kind of like a recorded audio over the top of some nice background. So, you know, I just put the video on and and let it play and listen to it. Obviously not really watching the video, but he used to talk a lot about money, which, which was good. Um, and whenever he did, he'd, he'd always start talking about this book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And so, I mean, you guessed it. The next book I added to my reading list was that one. And now I- in this book, there are some great principles around not living above your means, pay down your debts, pay yourself first, all that kind of stuff. But the one that stood out for me in a big way was the concept of putting aside or saving 10% of everything you make. So instead of... You know, like doing it in the way of uh, like using a budget, whereas you're sitting down, you're tracking your spending, giving a rough idea of what you spend on groceries, putting that in that column, and then you're kind of left with a figure at the end. I, I guess this was a bit different. This was kind of putting it, I guess, the, the the portion aside at the beginning instead of looking to see what was left at the end. And then discovered some YouTube videos that Tony Robbins does around allocating money to different purposes at the start. I mean, obviously, as you begin to watch a certain amount of certain YouTube videos, lovely YouTube kind of promotes other ones. And this one kind of came across and I came across and, and it was about the same kind of thing about allocating money to different purposes at the start. So only spending what was left after you allocated certain money. And the more I watched and listened, I guess I seemed, it seemed, to be true for anyone who'd ever developed any significant wealth, putting things aside at the start and not waiting until the end. I did some serious soul searching and reflecting on what was important to me and my family. And I actually went on after that to create our very own kind of money management system, you know, where I'd allocated a certain amount to do certain things before we would even think about spending. And that I, I believed it really reflected the values that my wife and I hold and I actually honestly thought it was beautiful, I, you know, I definitely thought it was and, and on the back of what i had learnt in that book and what I had recently heard in the Kobe amounts of content I'd consumed, I designed something that was very much unlike anything else I'd really seen at that stage, you know, it was unique to my family. And I really liked that and it was all based around percentages um, and instead of waiting until the end of the week to see what was left to kind of save or invest that, it was all about dividing the money as it came in. So after creating this system and you know, before I was you know, kind of willing to try it, I wanted to look further into how the wealthy became that way. And to my surprise, they too had developed similar systems to make their money kind of work for them. It was all around how they would treat their money. So instead of spending, then looking to invest or save what was left, it was really around that concept of doing the reverse. They would allocate an amount to being invested or saving before they engaged in spending. I, I remember thinking to myself, like, surely it can't be this easy. But it turns out it really was for me. The outworking of that principle of allocating before spending meant I had money in secondary accounts at the end of the month. Stuff was there. so. Th- The lesson for me was that the poor spend and invest what is left, if there is any, and the rich invest before they spend. So they invest first and then spend. And the beautiful thing that this system actually did for me as well, was it forced us to really tone down our spending. So by putting a portion away, for something like long-term investing or giving or, you know, into an emergency fund. What was left at the end of that was all that we had to spend. So it wasn't a matter of spending, spending, spending and seeing what was left. It was like, well, actually, this is all we have now to spend. And it was actually a really... Like it it was tough to do at first, but as soon as we got our head around and started doing it, it really started to work. And I mean... I guess in reflection, like there was a lot of failures around managing money for me, you know? And even when I was almost a fully qualified financial planner, ready to try my new money management system out, a system that I truly believed could change our lives forever if it worked. At that stage I was you know, working for myself again, doing a few different things to make ends meet. You know, I was installing blinds and curtains actually to pay the bills and, you know, playing around in the online marketing space, you know, a space that I'm very, very fond of. Um, But when I started my journey as a financial planner um, and implementing the system that, um, you know, I'd kind of created and shared with my wife and we'd spoken about it a lot, um... And obviously you were, we were two kids in, you know, like I, I was pretty confident that this, this was really going to change things forever, ever. And the truth is, is that it took many, many failures around managing money for me to truly learn what I needed to do it's through the process of, I however, I kind of find, found something I love doing, having the opportunity to help people not make the same mistakes I did, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about this as well. Um... You know, I really love what I do, honestly, as a financial planner. I You know, I get many opportunities to help people every day. Um, So I just really want to stress, guys, that that's what I'm here to do and I'm here to help. But I really want you to understand that basic principle around allocating or investing and saving before spending. It's so crucial and it's a principle that has rung true for my life and I know that a lot of people out there who have generated significant wealth use very similar systems so I'd encourage you to kind of maybe go back Um, I'm not sure if you are a budgeter but you know I honestly am of the belief that budgets are broken because they force us into a space of allocating spending and then seeing what's left but if you can get your head around maybe setting aside a percentage of what you make based on like what you want to do, whether that be long-term investing or um, whether that be uh, giving um, or whether that be, you know, just having an emergency fund there. If you can kind of set aside money to do those things and then look what's left, I honestly believe it'll change absolutely everything for you. So I would strongly encourage you to do the reverse. Honestly, stop the budgeting that you've been doing for so long realize that it's not working and it's time to design a system that is unique to you where you allocate first for investing and saving and spend what's left honestly it'll change everything you know i'm really confident that it will now listen guys i really appreciate your time and and thanks for listening to this episode and i i really hope that 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 principle really rings true for you and you know i'd love to hear um you know if you've given ready to go um you know i'd love to hear if you've used budgets and they haven't worked before um but yeah listen just uh hit me up on um facebook um or wherever and don't forget to subscribe guys and and once again i really appreciate your time and, and thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next episode bye thanks so much for listening guys I really appreciate your attention I hope you got some value out of that now if you want to join the resistance and I strongly recommend you do just head over to Facebook and search for the Facebook group resistance finance we're creating a space for questions a place to kind of get some help if you need it and quite often we'll do some Facebook lives in there as well also on Instagram uh, just search for at resistance finance and you'll find us so thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode